they hate. And I know better than to listen to the people who are calling us names. I can feel the Well, good morning, everyone. My name's Brian, and today is Tuesday, August 15th, 2023, and this is episode 494 of the Lots Project podcast, a daily look inside our journey to live outside the systems of control, and it's another Tuesday. We'll get to Tinfoil Tuesday. I see the Backwoods Butcher is here already in the audience. Uh, I think it's first time in a, in a couple weeks that he was here on time. Must he must think I might be using his segment today, but Kyle, you got some time to sleep in. Normally, we don't get to that till 6 30 ish, but uh, anyway, Kyle uh, put together another tinfoil Tuesday video. We're gonna roll with that again, we're gonna see how it goes and see how it uh, how it flows, how it goes, and how it flows, and how things are. And uh, if we want to continue to do it, we gave him another chance. Uh, had to cut the one last week a little short. I might uh, grab that and publish that. Uh, as a standalone video. But anyway, what else are we going to talk about tonight? Or tonight, this morning? It's still night. Holy crap. Uh, anyway, we'll have two, Tinfoil Tuesday. I think if we wrap that up a little early, I'm going to talk about uh, what I got accomplished yesterday, which was a whole lot of um, a little bit of nothing because it was just dealing with website issues. And those are always fun. Uh, and uh, worked on a comfrey book and uh, some ideas with that. So we'll talk about that kind of stuff and more along with the perfect cup question of the day and the history segment. So let's see. Kyle says, uh, Kyle says, go ahead, go for it and publish that standalone from last week that I wasn't able to finish. I did get a note over on Noster that said free Kyle, free the butcher, uh, things to that nature uh when i cut you off last week but 14 was a little long and uh today i think we uh we weighed in at six or seven probably about right probably about right i told you 10 minutes and uh we'll dial it in there you know we'll dial it in i appreciate the effort for sure Good morning pip how we doing how is it going down there in florida this morning hey florida man <laughs> ah what do we got in the cup today this is a extremely good, uh, extremely good French press of Silver Bullet blend this morning. I got to tell you that uh, they're never bad, but for some reason this morning, this one is uh, especially tasty. Especially tasty is what I would call that. So anyway, anyway, it's a beautiful morning this morning. It is not hot. It is not extremely humid. I went out uh, to empty my French press out this morning and didn't instantly start sweating. Corey said it was uh, the first time in quite a while that she didn't have to wipe the sweat off her head when she got back from walking the dogs at, I don't know, 5.30 in the morning. So that is good. That is good. And it's uh, not supposed to peak up too much today. So hopefully you'll be able to get out and uh, clean up that air conditioner. Hopefully don't need it right away this morning and I can uh, get up there and take a really good deep look at it and use the supplies that I picked up to get it all serviced and working tip top shape. It's been working fairly good um, recently. Uh, the biggest issue is uh, that generator was bogging out and then uh, we have some issues with it freezing up or turning off or a combination of both when you're at that borderline temperature, whether it needs to be on or not. So more stuff to figure out, more stuff to always figure out. 
anyway, coming up on that five-minute mark here, and uh, we'll get rolling with the perfect cup question. Like, uh, like to give it three or four, five minutes, you know, because uh, some of the audience doesn't like to uh, doesn't like to be here at six. Oh man, that is. That's extra special good this morning for sure. Uh, I guess I get it. You know, your alarm goes off at uh, at the time the show is on. It takes you a little time to get that loaded up and uh, and get it rolling. So, Backwoods Butcher says it's sixties up here today. AC won't uh, won't uh, does that say won't ever stop working in the shop? Won't I don't even know what uh, I don't even know what that says in the 60s up here today ac won't we overworking oh won't be overworking in the shop today gotcha gotcha <laughs> english is hard english is hard anyway let's uh let's get to that perfect cup question of the day uh daily question i throw out on social medias and the telegram group and get some bunch of answers and now we'll go over them All right, it's time for the 142nd edition of The Perfect Cup, a daily question and my thoughts. Join the discussion in my Telegram channel at t.me slash lots feed. That's t.me slash lots feed. I put the question out on socials every Monday, Sunday through Thursday. Go around, collect them up, and share them with you the next morning. I provide my answer, and my beautiful bride will throw her answer in at the end. So let's get to it. If you want to find the perfect question of the day, the easiest place is that Telegram channel at t.me slash lots feed. Question of the day for today is, what is one book, movie, show, or song that you would recommend to others and why? I think there have been variations of this question along the way. I started using a different list, so there might be a little crossover. But at 140 some episodes, I think that we, uh, if we, if we have a couple of uh, repeats, it's not going to be the end of the world. But again, that question is: What is one book, movie, show, or song that you would recommend to others, and why? Let's hit my answer first. I've mentioned it many, many, many times on the show before. It's a book that kind of changed the way I looked at everything. Jesus Christ. Uh, changed the way I looked at everything and changed my, the course of my life, really, when I when I thought about it. When I sat down, uh, someone gave it to me. I've read it several times and given it to several other people, but it would have to be Happiness is a Serious Problem by Dennis Prager. And uh, yeah. That's, I think, will be for the the very, at least the time I can tell, unless something else comes uh, screaming along. It's a, it's a tough one to beat. It's a tough one to beat. If you want to pick it up and read it, I think uh, when you buy it, just buy two copies because you're going to give one away. You probably give both away. I don't think I actually own a copy right now. I think I've given it all away. So that is definitely my answer. It will be if we repeat the question again uh, here in, in six months or a year or God knows when. But uh, yeah, happiness is a serious problem. Let's get to the audience. Kyle over on Telegram says uh, the, the, the Departed because it's the best movie of all time. It's a good movie. It's. I'm not going to say it's not a good movie. I, 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 best of all time. What about Silver Silver Lining Playbook? 
Oh, Brian Norton over on uh, Telegram, Old Scrambling, says he would recommend uh, people check out Cliff High. He's a mathematician, a computer scientist, or a dude who's been working with AI for the last decade to build a prediction engine built off sampling all internet traffic. Big into the ancient alien theories, but backs it up with proofs. Cliff High. Cliff High. <laughs> Pip says, uh, Pip says, I've shared my audible copy of The Richest Man in Babylon more times than anything. The story uses the characters and unlikely but relative stories about finances and self-growth. Richest Man in Babylon is uh, is definitely a good choice. Uh, definitely a recommended for anyone uh, growing up and, and kind of making their way in the, in the world. Um, let's see. I think that, uh, that is actually available for free on YouTube. Uh, you can find it all over the place. Good morning, Rachel. How are we doing? Thanks for joining us this morning. Um, so richest man in Babylon for sure. Check that out, search it in the YouTube and, uh, listen for free, uh, or go and pick yourself up an audible copy or, uh, uh, even in print. I, uh, I've never read it, listened to it twice, but never read it. Golden Crickets says estrogenation, estrogenation by Dr. Anthony G.J. She says it's a well-written, easy to understand, digest, and the topic, or easy to understand and digest, and the topic is extremely important for a healthy life. I keep a few copies around to hand out. Never heard of it. Never read it. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, Micah weighed in on Telegram and said, I just want to share this because it's awesome. I had never heard of this group until I stumbled across this song a few days ago. And I was like, oh man, is it a new band? Is it, uh, is it somebody, is it somebody new? Um, who was it? And I scrolled down in the link. It was Shinedown, uh, Shinedown song, Outcast. Shinedown, definitely, definitely a quality band, quality listen for sure. Uh, they've been in the playlist uh, here and there along my journey of my life. So, uh, yeah, I dig Shine Down. Glad you found them and glad you you uh, like them enough to share them. So uh, check out Shine Down for sure. He specifically called out the song Outcast. Over on Noster, we got a couple answers today. Uh, well, yesterday, bringing them to you today. Over on Noster, Joshua Dennis weighed in and said. Uh, Confessions of an Economic Hitman. It is an e it is a good book to open eyes about how the world really works. And I've heard of this book a few times. I've started it, I think, twice. Uh, I know for sure once and got a little ways in and got super distracted, super distracted, and um, and didn't finish it. Never picked it back up. And now I think it might have gotten lost in the shuffle. So definitely have to look back into that. Uh, confessions of an economic hitman and tyler from evergreen farm says i second that one so we got two votes in for uh confessions of an economic hitman over there on noster and uh cory weighed in she she got uh, out of her funk and definitely weighed in on the question this morning i wrangled an answer out of her this morning and uh, got her to give one out and she says she was recommend the book Omnivore, Omnivore's Dilemma uh, by Michael Pollan. It's a good book. It's a good book. Uh, I, I started to read it. She she uh, 
she gave me kind of the synopsis and I was like, oh, this is really good. And I started reading it. I was like, I feel like I know this already. Um, but I never, I never went back and made it through. She was reading it in the kind of the period of time where I wasn't doing a whole, any lot of reading. I was, uh, I was too busy to even, uh, even get a whole lot of sleep at that point. So I don't know. I, I didn't, I uh, didn't find the time to sit down and uh, slow down and read while we were building the farm. But uh, Corey was able to sneak a book in, and she she absolutely loved it. So you should check out Omnivores, The Lemna by Michael Pollan. So let's see. On that list, we had a couple books, a, uh, a YouTuber, video maker, audio. I think uh, Cliff High is, is mostly on YouTube, Rumble, and that sort. Uh, Pip is an audio book and uh, another couple books and musician. Yeah. Yeah, it's a it's pretty 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 good range of different things. Book, movie, shows. Oh yeah, Kyle, Kyle recommended out of any book, movie, show, or song. Kyle decides The Departed. <laughs> I appreciate you all. I appreciate you all for answering again the question today. What is one book, movie, show, or song that you would recommend to others, and why? This was the hundred and forty second edition of the Perfect Cup. Check out that tomorrow's question on all the socials. I push it on Facebook, Instagram, uh, MeWe, LinkedIn, uh, Twitter, and Noster. But the easiest and quickest way to find it is at t.me slash lots feed. That's my Telegram channel where I post all the important links for... Um, all the important links for the show. I got one more coming in at in the in the comments here. I really like uh, uh, Rachel Re Rachel from Rewilder Life says the Gaps books by Doctor McBride changed my health and our lives. You know my health story. If you don't know Rachel's health story, swing back through and find uh, find her on lots to talk about. She told her journey, her story, and um, and yeah, it was crazy. It was crazy for sure. She she went through some pretty scary stuff. So any book that changed uh, Rachel's health and, uh, and her direction of her life is definitely a recommended read. Uh, check that out. But like I said, the easiest way to find the question every day, answer it also is at t.me slash lots feed. Just find that big perfect cup question and hit comment and leave your answer. With that, let's get back to the main show. All right. All right. That was an um, interesting mix of stuff there. As I was reading the answers come in yesterday, I was like, oh, okay, we'll see how this goes. And every every answer came in was kind of a little different uh, different take, a different um, a different path down the, the medium of uh, whether it would be a book or a song or an artist or whatever. It kind of went all over the board. So that was cool. Morning, Joe. How are we doing? Thanks for swinging in this morning. Uh, just in time for that history segment brought to you by Pip over at Duction Cups. Diligently working away down there in Florida in the Florida heat, trying to make it through the to the fall and the beautiful winter. But right now, let's get to lots of history put together by Pip over at DuctionCups.com. All right, everyone, this is history segment for August, April, Jesus, August 15th, 2023. Again, lots of history for August 8th 
August 15th, 2023. Man, I can't even read a date. Here we go. This should be good. If can't read the date, how am I going to read the history? August 15th. Here we go. Happy post-Monday humans down here. Yesterday's lunch was great, but boy, is Pip kicking himself for not tossing out the idea to the catering manager. Jeeps, ducks, and donuts. Car meetup. Another penciled down idea for later. Pip, pick up the phone. Make that phone call. Uh, they're probably there at the catering office, 7.15 in the morning. Pick it up. Call now and suggest jeeps ducks and donuts anyway this florida dude tried to keep lots of history a little short for tinfoil tuesdays pip scrolls down kind of short ish anyway have a few nugs for your tuesday and maybe the thatcher doesn't fall far from the tree one of the birthday references here so here is lots of history hold on one second i'll be right back oh man Excuse me. All right. Here we go. August 15th, 1519, Panama Canal or Panama City. Excuse me. Panama is founded, founded by Spanish conquistador Pedro Arias Davila. The, the city was a starting point for the expeditions that conquered the Inca Empire in Peru. It was a stopover point for one of the most important trade routes in the American continent, leading to the fairs of Nombre de Dios and Portobello, the, the which passed most of the gold and silver that Spain mined from the Americas. Pip's notes, oh, the Guns and Roses song is Paradise City. Why was I thinking it was Panama City? Way off. Anyway, Panama was actually the name of the stripper that Van Halen wrote a song about. Pip, close, close. Uh, this day, August 15th, 1824, the Marquis de Lafayette, the last surviving French general of the American Revolutionary War arrives in New York and begins a tour of 24 states. A French aristocrat, Freemason, and military officer who volunteered to join the Continental Army led by General George Washington and the Revolution American Revolutionary War. Pips cut and paste. In September 1775, when Lafayette turned 18, he returned to Paris and received the captaincy in the Dragoons. He had been promised as a wedding present in December, his first child, Henriette, was born. During these months, Lafayette became convinced that the American Revolution reflected his own beliefs, saying, my heart was dedicated. This day, August 15th, 1914, World War I, beginning of the Battle of Sur, the first Allied victory of World War I, elements of the Serbian 1st Combined Division encountered outposts set up by the invading Austro-Hungarian Arm Hungarian Army, on the slopes of the Sur Mountains and fighting erupted, the Austro-Hungarian positions were lightly held and their defenders were driven back away from the mountain. By midnight, fierce clashes between the Austro-Hungarians and the Serbs were underway and chaos ensued in the darkness. This day, August 15th, 1915, a story in New York World newspaper reveals that the Imperial German government had purchased excess phenyl benzenol from Thomas Edison that could be used to make explosives for the war effort and diverted it to Bayer for aspirin production. Pips notes, wait, what? <laughs> At the outbreak of World War I in 1914, most phenol used by American manufacturers was imported from the United Kingdom. A major precursor compound in organic chemistry, phenol was 
used to make both the ciliac acid used to make aspirin and the high explosive pinic, pure picaric, picaric acid. Uh, it was also a primary component for Thomas Edison's diamond disc phonograph records, which were made from glue bound wood, flour, or ceramic coated in a layer of an early phenol based plastic, unlike other disc records of the time, which were made from shellac. Interesting. So they had a compound that was made to use, used to make aspirin records or bombs. Perfect. Perfect. Uh, this day, August 15th, 1969, the Woodstock Music and Arts Fair opens in Bethel, New York, featuring some of the top rock musicians of the era. The festival has become widely regarded as a pivotal moment in popular music history, as well as defining event for counterculture generations. Pip's notes, scrolls, mm, scrolls. Oh, really? I'm sure Pip had a lot to read about Woodstock, but he chose this little section. On the morning of Sunday, August 17th, New York Governor Nelson Rockefeller called festival organizer John P. Roberts and told him that he was thinking of ordering 10,000 National Guard troops to the festival, but Roberts persuaded him not to. Sullivan County declared a state of emergency during the festival. Personnel from nearby Stewart Air Force Base helped ensure order and the air lifted part, uh, performers in and out of the concert site. Uh, from what I understand, they didn't do jack shit to, uh, to keep order. Uh, the people were plenty good of that themselves. Uh, the people at Woodstock really took care of themselves and didn't have a whole lot, uh, didn't need a whole lot of help. They did, in fact, uh, bring the bring the musicians in and out. That was true, for sure. But uh, it sounded like uh, the people kind of policed themselves, which is weird, weird. This day, August 15th, 1971, Richard Nixon completes the break from this gold standard by ending convertibility of the United States dollar into gold by foreign investors. At this time, the U.S. also had an un unemployment rate of 6.1% in August of 1971 and an inflation rate of 5.84% in 1971. Hmm. Interesting. August 15th, 1977, the Big Ear, a radio telescope operated by Ohio State University as part of the SETI project, receives a radio signal from deep space. The event is named the WOW signal from the notation made by a volunteer on the project. Pips notes, because of aliens. <laughs> Whose birthday is August 15th? August 15th birthday is 1769, Napoleon Bonaparte, French general and emperor, died in 1821. Napoleon was born on the island of Corsica to a native family descending from Italian nobility. He supported the French Revolution in 1789 while serving in the French army and tried to spread its ideals to his native Corsica. Pips notes, so the dude wasn't as short as the Sunday morning cartoons had suggested. His personal bodyguards were taller than the average human. Ah, they made him look short. Uh, August 15th, 1892, Louis de Bragel, French physicist and academic, Nobel Prize laureate, a French physicist and aristocrat who made groundbreaking contributions to quantum theory. In his 1924 PhD thesis, he postulated the wave nature of electrons and suggested that all matter has wave properties. This concept is known as the de Broglie, Broglie, de Broglie hypothesis, excuse me an example of wave-particle duality and forms a central part of the theory of quantum mechanics. 
August 15, 1932, Robert L. Ford, American physicist and engineer and American physicist and scientist fiction writer. His literary work was noted for his scientific credibility and the use of ideas developed from his career as an aerospace engineer. He, he also made important contributions to gravitational wave detection research. So this dude used like his real scientific brain to write fiction. Interesting. August 15th, 1953, Carl Thatcher, English journalist and author, and, oh, excuse me, Carol Thatcher, English journalist and author, and 1953, also Mark Thatcher, English businessman. Uh, Carol is an English journalist, author, and media personality. She is the daughter of Margaret Thatcher and British Prime Minister, uh, the British Prime Minister from 1979 to 1990, and Dennis Thatcher. Mark is the son of Margaret Thatcher and Prime Minister of the United Kingdom. Who was the prime minister, prime minister of the United Kingdom from 1979 to 1990? And Sir Dennis Thatcher. His sister is Carol Thatcher. Hmm. In 2005, he was convicted and given a four-year suspended prison sentence and fined in South Africa for funding the 2004 Equatorial Guiana coup d'état attempt. Oh, okay. So the Thatchers had twins, and then one decided he was going to be a badass and ended up in jail. Interesting. August 15th, 1968, Deborah Messing, America actress. She achieved her breakthrough role as Grace Adler on interior and interior designer on NBC sitcom Will and Grace. 1974, August 15th, 1974, Natasha Henstridge, Canadian model and actress. In 1995, she came to prominence with her debut role in the science fiction horror film Species, followed by a performance in it was so good. They did Species 2 and Species 3. Who kicked off today? Who died on August 15th? August 15th, 1935. Wiley Post, American pilot, a famed American aviator during the interwar period and the first pilot to fly solo around the world. Also known for his work in high-altitude flying, Post helped develop one of the first pressure suits and discovered the jet stream. And also in 1935, on this day, Will Rogers, American actor, comedian, and screenwriter, an entertainer and humorist, he traveled around the world three times, made 71 films, 50 silent, and 21 talkies, and wrote more than 4,000 nationally syndicated newspaper columns. You want to know how they both died? They died on the same day. They happened to die together. About 20 miles southwest of Point Barrow, having difficulty figuring out their position due to bad weather, they landed in a lagoon and asked directions. On takeoff, the engine failed at low altitude and the aircraft plunged into the lagoon, cheering off the right wing and ended up inverting in shallow water of the lagoon. Both men died instantly. Rogers was buried August 21st, 1935 in Forest Lawn Park in Glendale, California. It was a temporary internment. He was reinterned at the Will Rogers Memorial in Claymore or Claremore, Oklahoma. Good job. Killed them both at the same time. Plane crash. Hmm. This day, August 15th, 2000, Lancelot Ware, English barrister and biochemist, co-founder of Mensa. An English barrister and biochemist, he co-founded Mensa, an international society for intellectually gifted people, with the Australian barrister Roland Barrel in 1946. It was originally called the High IQ Club. Pips notes, puts lighter down. <laughs> IQ. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> August 15, 2012, Harry Harrison, American author and illustrator, an American science fiction author known mostly for his character, The Stainless Steel Rat, 
and for his novel Make Room, Make Room from 1966. The later was the rough basis for the motion picture Soylent Green in 1973. Pip's notes, I had to check the, on the name Harry Max Harrison, born Henry Maxwell Dempsey. Ah, change that name to sound a little better. This day, August 15th, 2020, Robert Trump died, American real estate developer, business executive, an American businessman and inventor. He was the younger brother of former U.S. President Donald Trump. Hey, Kyle, any conspiracies on the death of that one? <laughs> Holidays today, we have Armed Forces Day in Poland. Uh, ha, ha, how's your Korean? Not good at all. It's Independence Day. It celebrates the independence of Korea from Japan in 1945. Uh, Independence Day, I'm not even going to try to say I'm in South and North Korea. Independence Day celebrates the independence of India from the United Kingdom in 1947. And also Independence Day celebrates the independence of the Republic of Congo from France in 1960. It's also National Day in Liechtenstein. All right, that wraps up lots of history for today. Cheers and happy Tuesdays, humans. This has been Pip with Duction Cups, reminding you to duck them if you got them. And GSD. Absolutely, Pip. I appreciate it. What a great job putting that history segment together daily so I can uh, rattle it off here and let you know what was going on this day in history. If you enjoy lots of history, you can find it as a standalone segment on YouTube. I pull it out, the video, and throw it on there. It's also listed as a podcast, so you can find the audio version on YouTube Music, I believe. I appreciate it, Pip. And if you enjoyed the history segment, please check out ductioncups.com slash lots and show them a little love over there. If you don't want to buy any duction cups, duction cups, cups, or bobblehead ducks, Jeep dashboards, things of that nature, give them some love on social media, like their page, share their page, do all the fun stuff. I appreciate listening. And now back to the main show. All right, let's see. Uh, good morning, Canadian Farmstead. Driving away this morning. Thanks for dropping in. Uh, Backwoods Butcher thinks Pip got paid off by the French this morning. Maybe there's just a lot of French history. You did hear that uh, a lot of independence was gained from France on this day. So, mm -mm. Uh, <laughs> Pip says, why do you think I have this outrageous accent? <laughs> Oh, oh, you forgot his name is Kyle Perot. Right, Kyle? Good French name. <laughs> oh, all right, folks. It's Tinfoil Tuesday. I uh, I didn't grab the old tinfoil hat today because Kyle is doing the segment. I figured that he'd have one on in the segment, but after I looked at it, I realized he didn't. So if you're ready... I'm ready. Are you ready? I think we're all ready. Let's uh, let's give her a try. Regardless of what you may have read in the tabloids, there have never been any spacecraft recovered by our government. Jeffrey Epstein did not kill himself. To find out what exactly happened on 9-11. How did they know who did this so quickly like they did Lee Harvey Oswald? How quick they knew Lee Harvey Oswald well, we killed Kennedy. I don't like them putting chemicals in the water that turn the friggin' frogs gay. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! Alright, everyone. It's Tinfoil Tuesdays, uh, where we bring you conspiracies from 
long ago, just yesterday. Who knows? Uh, I'd started the segment and then I had a little issue while I was on the road. Kyle, the backwoods butcher, decided that conspiracies are his thing for sure and volunteered to do the segment while I was not able to, and uh, just kind of continued from there. He wrote me in a segment the first time, made me a video the second time. We're going to try it again with another video, see how it goes. If you like the segment, be sure to reach out and let me know so we keep this guy making these videos. But here we go. Tinfoil Tuesday is brought to you by the Backwoods Butcher. Welcome back to another Tinfoil Tuesday. So today I'm going to do the fires down in Maui. I don't know if it's a little too soon or not, but it's been blowing up. And I would also like to say 90% of my research was on TikTok. So. Wait. Wait. All right. There you go, guys. Your source is TikTok. So be sure you uh, be sure you take this for what it is. Kyle's research came in on TikTok. So. Straight from the tickety talk, here comes all the information you need to know about the fires in Hawaii. We're going to say, I figured if we're going to be doing a conspiracy theory, we got to go to the experts. So I sifted through all of the neck beards and PJ pants, and this is kind of what I got from it. I did a, some other stuff on the side, but it, I'm not going to lie to you. It's mostly TikTok. Um, so August 8th in West Maui, there was a fire. It started around 630 in the morning, about a three-acre uh, section of brush. People are saying it was fueled by a combination of strong winds from a hurricane off the coast and just it being super dry conditions. I've also heard multiple different agricultural aspects where they've planted grasses that aren't native and they dry out faster. And it, there's a lot of stuff going around about it. Again, this might be too soon. But it's been blowing up on TikTok, and I've been following it. So um, as of Friday, there were 2,700 buildings that were either damaged or completely destroyed. And 89, 89 people died um, as of now, and people were literally jumping in the ocean to escape the fire. It was just moving that quick. Um. And at this point, they don't know what actually started it. There is, we're going to get to it. There's a lot of ideas of what started it. Some of them are pretty fun. Um, All right, hold on. So I know this segment's a little shorter than uh, than the time I have allotted for it. So I wanted to, to break in a little bit. He was talking about people jumping in the oceans. Uh, eyewitness stories I was I was listening to were talking about that um, they were jumping through fire into the water, uh, not fire like in the air or anything, but where ash from the from ash from the fire was blowing into the ocean, creating a layer on top of the water so thick that more ash was laying on top and actually burning, and it was like a capped crush crust on the top of the water people were literally having to dive through burning ash to get to the water underneath firefighters were encouraging them to do so that once they went through uh, obviously the fire would be extinguished when they hit the water but they had to swim out beyond the ash cap that was on fire crazy 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 stuff back to kyle 
I don't know how I fully feel on it at this point. I'm like, it's been five days, but there are some things that are kind of weird that don't really make, well, it makes complete sense, but so to dive into the conspiracy of it, what a lot of people are talking about is all of most of the buildings that were destroyed were residential properties from like native Hawaiians who have lived there the whole life and who have not been selling any of it, even though developers are offering like millions of dollars. There's, I think someone said it was like front street, which is the main street that was really affected is like a billion dollars just right there. Um, multiple different celebrities own property there. Oprah just bought 870 acres, like right in, right next to the town. So a lot of people are like, oh, this is a hit job by the developers or whoever, which is then somewhat backed up by about a month before the fires, a bunch of billionaires had a conference on Matt, like right there to talk about how Maui could be turned into a sustainable utopia of the future, completely powered by green energy. So I'm going to put that one as like a, all right, that's interesting. And some of the ideas of what people have had of why this started is they're getting pretty aggressive with it, where they're either saying small nukes or energy weapons from space. So again, we're kind of going back into, all right, it was probably just a wildfire. All right, we're talking aliens or nuclear weapons until you look at some of the pictures i'll admit i it's got me a little hooked of like all right i kind of want to know what this is there are sections where its houses are just gone like they're completely ash and about 10 feet away there's just green trees just standing there just it almost looks like from drone shots it was literally like a line was drawn by fire and it's like okay that brings me back a little bit um and on top of that being very valuable property sorry i'm reading notes i read at a third grade level i'm trying guys um a bill was passed by the governor of hawaii basically saying that now the state can seize property in cases of it needing to be rezoned. So, as someone who's now a member of his zoning board, I will take the professional opinion and say, when a fire burns, how many acres was it? It was... Nope, didn't write it down. Wait, Kyle joined the zoning board last month. I think he's been to one meeting. This, this is the professional opinion. It was a lot. There were, or, oh, I'm sorry, 2,000 acres. 2,000 acres was decimated. I'm pretty sure once that happens, you're going to have to rezone that area. Um, so that's a little fishy. At this point, there are a lot of people saying that the military is pushing people out who are trying to bring aid in, like... People in boats, militaries push them out. People coming from the mountains and the surrounding towns, they're pushing them away. And um, they're holding Red Cross donations because for some reason they're not affiliated with Red Cross somehow. 
I don't know what it, I don't know what it means. It's all crazy. Um, like I said, we could look back at this and I could be a complete idiot, which we're kind of there. But there's also something about it that I'm like, it's just got all the conspiracy hooks that just set in you of like, all right, I kind of want to see where this goes. It's awful. I will absolutely say that again. It is completely awful what it what happened, and I I feel for all the people out there. Um, but there we go. So that is the Tinfoil Tuesday for today. Um, I hope you guys enjoy the rest of the episode, and I hope you have a good one. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Kyle. That, uh, that was actually really good. I appreciate it. And, um, I don't know if we all think you're an idiot quite yet, but, uh, getting close, getting close. No, I really appreciate it. It's, uh, it is definitely an interesting story, uh, with a lot of, Hey, what's going on here? Uh, the, one of the things that really, I was kind of paying attention, had it on my radar because just the, it didn't pass the sniff test. And the one thing that really kind of went me, went me, had me going sideways um, was the hurricane, the whole hurricane thing. Uh, and I heard somebody talking about it. He's like, from the direction the hurricane came, how did it not hit the other islands? How is this the only island that this thing hit? Um, just coincidentally, while we had a wire, wildfire going on, it was kind of like somebody got the leaf blower out and, um, and started blowing on the fire and went, well, I don't know how it got so big. <laughs> it was a hurricane. It must have been a hurricane. It must have been a hurricane. But anyway, that'll be an interesting thing to watch develop. Uh, I'm guessing it's going to it's gonna flash the news cycle and something else is going to happen and no one's going to notice. And all of a sudden, there's going to be a bunch of huge high-rise uh, condominiums and, uh, and luxury resorts there where those people wouldn't sell. That would be my guess. That would be my guess. Uh, Backwoods Butcher says, also the fire came from the east, from the mountains. So, well, I mean, if it came from the west out of the ocean, that might be a little bit more suspicious. But uh, hmm, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, I'm guessing BlackRock has something to do with it. I'm guessing that uh, that there's going to be some development of the land. Uh, there's going to be something shady goes on, and a bunch of Native Hawaiians are just going to get fucked in the deal and uh, lose everything they had because they were good humans and didn't want to give up what they had built through their whole life. So, And probably their parents' life and their parents' life and been there forever. So sad story. We'll see what happens. Um the the tales of the people that were there, the interviews of the people with uh, ash covered faces, and um, and that did just just got out of the ocean after escaping wildfires was uh, was pretty intense. And uh, keep an eye on it, guys. Keep an eye on it. It'll be interesting to see how this plays out. But anyway, that was another. Um, <sighs> Oh, Backwoods Butcher says, it's all fine. Biden's going to give them low interest loans. <laughs> great, great. <laughs> to build, to build up on the mountaintop, not on the ocean where we want to bring tourists. <laughs> all right, guys, that's another Tinfoil Tuesday. 
if you like the tinfoil Tuesday segment and you're in for a, a 10 minute video from uh, from the Backwoods Butcher every week, I'd be happy to let him keep doing it. Uh, he seems to be having fun doing it. He's getting better for sure. Second video was uh, was way better than the first. Really enjoyed it, Kyle. I appreciate it. And uh, for now, keep banging him out, man. Keep banging him out. If uh, if you got any feedback on the show, also. Like I said yesterday, we're coming up on episode 500. I'm taking, uh, kind of taking stock and uh, and really evaluating the whole show, the flow of it, the segments I do, uh, things of that nature, and deciding how I want to move forward in that next 500 episodes. Really good round episode to to dive in and uh, make some adjustments or just keep things the same. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not sure yet. So info at thelotsproject.com, or you can message me anywhere on socials. you find me. Shoot me a message. Email is the best way. That way it, it dings on my phone. I have all my other messages turned off or notifications turned off uh, to alert me on my phone, but email still pops through. So <laughs> any feedback on the show, any changes you want to see, any things you want to see the same, reach out and let me know. And we'll keep rolling with uh, Tinfoil Tuesdays. One update I had to make yesterday was on my website. Let's see, it was Sunday. Sunday, I went to share a um, share a mug with somebody that we sell on the site. Hey, did you know that we sell coffee mugs on the site? I uh, I come up with little little catchy coffee mug phrases and designs and throw them up there and. Uh, and they're for sale. Uh, I went to share one with someone. Someone asked about them. So I went to grab the link. And when I went to my shop on my website, and how often do you check your own shop? I should probably check mine more often because I went there and the products wouldn't display. The products were all there. I could go direct link to it. Like I could go into the, into the admin section of the website, grab the link from the post and put it in the browser and it popped up just fine. Uh, the shop showed up. The category showed up, and as soon as I clicked on the category uh, to bring up the products, it said no products found. Even though it said there were nine coffee mugs in the list, when I clicked on it, it said there was nothing there. Sunday afternoon, I was swamped with uh, getting stuff ready for the show for the week and uh, interviews and things like that. I didn't have time to dive in. So it was yesterday's project. Man, I uh, I went in, I I uh, did all sorts of messing around. I did a bunch of Googling, uh, troubleshooting over the internet through, uh, through message boards and things of that nature. I tried all the things that they said were going to work. Nothing worked. Nothing worked. When it comes to that, when uh, nothing changed on my end, when nothing, I didn't change anything, I hadn't added a product recently, anything like that. Um, it really, I went the wrong direction in the troubleshooting. I really should have gone with my gut. And um, and what ended up happening was a plugin had done an auto update. Uh, either WooCommerce or one of my other plugins had done a um, done an auto update in the background. And now it was conflicting with one of my other plugins. So I don't know if you've never, if you've never put together a website, if you've never used WordPress, Plugins are kind of how you get shit done. Um, WordPress is kind of your basic generic program. You can get your generic stuff uh, and get it to work. Uh, if you want to do different functionalities here and there, you need to add plugins. Well, plugins are all made by different people, different coders, different things, and um, they're not they're not tied together in any way. So, uh, well, I shouldn't say that. Some of them are. Some of them are made to interact with each other, but others aren't. 
And when one updates and the other one hasn't had a chance to uh, to mirror that update in their code and they, they play together, um, sometimes an auto update will send your shit into a tailspin. I've had it happen twice. I uh, really should learn that I don't do auto updates, that I go in and manually update everything and if it and check things as I update. And if things go sideways, I can just revert the one that I just updated. Well, that wasn't an option because I didn't know when it had happened. So basically, I went through one by one and deactivated um, every single plugin I had and refreshed my shop. Now I'm going to tell you, I got 30 some plugins that are there. I was able to clean out a bunch that I wasn't using that I had tried, downloaded, activated, didn't like and deactivated, but left them in my list. Wasn't any of those, got rid of them, got down to uh, probably in the high teens, low 20s, four plugins, and one by one, deactivate, refresh the shop. All of a sudden, up came my items, up came my items. Well, which one was it? It's the one that runs my membership for, uh, for the Headstone Cemetery Explorers Club. Can't have it active, guys. Can't have it active. Uh, the few people that are members there, I'm going to be reaching out here this week and uh, trying to figure out what I'm going to do. I'm going to give it a day and see if uh, a day or two and see if that plugin updates and if it will work. If not, I will probably have to shut that membership site down and um, and figure out something else. But that's what I spent the majority of my day, my office time, my uh, my website time, and all of that yesterday was uh, troubleshooting that. And um, instead of doing uh, Blockstream Jade work, that was on the list, but I had to get the, the website back functioning and uh, working properly. So, you know, it preempted the time. The Jade, I'm hoping uh, I knock out that air conditioner pretty quick today and uh, any other outside projects I want to want to get working on so I can get some some content made for the Jade. Um, I don't like putting it off any further. It got uh, pushed off by our trip. And um, yeah, I want to get it out there for you guys because I do really like it. Uh, I, I do have to tell you the, the, the little bit I've been able to mess around with it after really running it through the motions. It's still nice, man. I was like, I still messing around with it, uh, poking into some of the the features that aren't necessarily uh, aren't necessarily things everybody's going to use. Uh, I think I think it's pretty it's pretty wide open for people to use that are beginners all the way up to more advanced, and uh, a beginner can can use it, function with it perfectly fine, and then dig into some of the other features later. So. Here it comes. Here it comes. Hopefully get that uh, that content rolling out this week and get that out there and uh, so people can decide if they want to buy one or not. But if you already want to buy one, the link is in the video description, in the audio description. There's 10% off discount code, uh, the Lots Project. You can check that out. That brings it down to under $60 for a nice, secure hardware wallet with all sorts of fun features. So Maybe check it out. Maybe check it out if you're in Bitcoin. If you're not into Bitcoin yet and you're you're curious about it, you're thinking about getting in, but you're scared, you need somebody to hold your hands through the process, you need somebody to tell you it's okay, that uh, you're not going to lose your life savings if you're going to uh, buy $100 worth, something to that nature, uh, sign up for a 30, free 30-minute 30 consult on getting started in cryptocurrency. That's one of the things that I offer 
um, as services is uh, beginner cryptocurrency consulting along with uh, the same, the, the Comfrey business consulting, the HipCamp setup, uh, questions and advice and things of that nature. Head on over to thelotsproject.com. Right on that main page, it says, uh, let's chat, sign up for a 30 minute. Sign up for a 30 minute. And even if you don't have any of those things you want to talk about, I'd love to hear what you have going on. You have a small business, you have a side hustle, you got a farm, you have anything, struggles, uh, successes. Let me know where you're at. Maybe on our travels, we can come stop by and see you and uh, build a little community. So that is uh, what's coming up. I did uh, wrap up that website. I did figure it out before my uh, my office time was up and I was able to do a little bit more work on uh, the Comfrey book. Uh, I've really come to the conclusion after outlining it, starting to draft it out, that it's going to be kind of a, a three-phase thing. Uh, the first phase is going to be a pretty generic Comfrey book I'm going to put out on just basically um, the generic how to how to plan it, how to propagate it, how to package it, um, and then offer that at a very very low price. Uh, it'll be an ebook, probably like ten bucks or something like that. Uh, the the value there is going to come with uh, personalized personalized business help. Uh, that is going to be the upcharge. It's going to be one-on-one -on -one consulting with your exact situation, your property that you have, you're working with, whether it be rural, urban, unmanned, whatever, how much work you want to put into it, what kind of products you want to specialize in, all of them, some of them, what markets you want to, what markets you want to go into uh, or what you want to use the plant for whether you want to prop, just propagate the roots and the crowns or you want to make other products out of it. I'm going to help you through that step-by-step step the whole way. Um, that's going to be the bulk of the cost. And then we'll be able to add on that uh, business in a box, roots, crowns, and enough to get you started. And uh, we'll probably do customized amounts of comfrey just so we're not wasting it and you get everything you need to start whatever you're interested in starting. So check that out. More info to come for sure. But if you want to get in before I have it released and uh, and get started right away, now is uh, pushing up on the time that you're going to really want to get that established in the fall uh, for spring sales. So reach out info at thelotsproject.com. Just ask about Comfrey and I'll be more than happy to share everything I know with you. Um, other than that, let's get to that item of the day is the Seagate two terabyte external hard drive. If you're doing content creation, you're making a lot of files, you're storing a lot of pictures, things of that nature. Uh, definitely think about grabbing one of these external hard drives. Uh, my laptop would be toast by now if I was storing all the, all the video and audio content that I make. If I was storing it on my laptop, the thing wouldn't even turn on. I have uh, now on my second of the two terabyte external hard drives from Seagate. I love them. You plug them in, they're plug and play. They just work uh, and I've never had a problem. And I think when you buy them, you can actually purchase extended data recovery where you can send it in and they will recover it if the thing crashes. So check that out. Check that out. Seagate two terabyte external hard drive, very affordable. There's different size options. I think that two terabyte works just fine and is probably the best value for the money. Check it out. Link in the video description and audio description and also a link to the blog post where I review it. And there is also a video review. Uh, Let's see. Lots to talk about last night. Beate Chalette, Beate Chalette uh, joined me to talk about becoming an authority in your field. 
she uh, she was a really great chat. I really enjoyed talking to her. She uh, we had some laughs. She gave some awesome advice. And uh, man, I brought up imposter syndrome, and she shut me down, guys. She shut me down, and she went a way a direction with it that I didn't ever think of. Why? Why do people have imposter syndrome? It's right there towards the beginning of the interview. Check it out if you hear it and uh, and you go, holy crap, didn't think of that way. I felt a little silly. I felt a little silly for sure when she laid it out there and I went, huh, yep, that makes sense. So check that out. Lots to talk about. Uh, becoming an authority in your industry, Beate Chalette. And uh, yeah, appreciate her coming on. Check out all her stuff. She's got some uh, cool little links in the video and audio description. Uh, check that out. It was posted up last night and you can find it in all your podcast feeds. <coughs> Tomorrow we got uh, we got Wednesday coming up. Uh, back again with another day. We'll have the perfect cup question. Lots of history and uh, who knows what we'll be talking about. Uh, tomorrow on the show. So be sure to join us to find out. If you enjoyed the show, please consider sharing it with others. You can find it at thelotsproject.com or on Noster, Telegram, YouTube, TikTok, Facebook, Rumble, and Instagram. Be sure to listen to one of your favorite podcasts, 2.0 Value for Value podcast players like Podverse or Fountain FM. Fountain FM. Make it a great day, guys, and we will be back with you on hump day.